Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Previously on Gresh and Fourier. It depends on how hard you want to be hit. I don't know if that'll work. I create a monster. Wait, he's into S and M. We're beating him and now we're whacking him <laughs> with the thing. What if I end up liking him? Like, yeah, him. Billy, you go, Billy. <laughs> Billy, one more time. You can't hit me any hotter. Billy, wear the lighthouse. <laughs> wear the lighthouse gummies. This is Gresh and Fourier. The Celtics with Dallas coming in here Friday. They're going to go a calendar year with no losses against their conference at home. 25 straight and they win it tonight Boston won 17.99 nine consecutive wins Andy Gresh when you guys win a game when like the core metrics that you really focus on are flipped so far against the other direction what does that do for you like learning it's beautiful yeah it's beautiful Uh, like I said it just gives us something to to study gives us something to work on and uh, grateful that uh, you know we were able to play that game. Christian Fourier. I'd say our pitch to free agents is this is a new program and we're we're heading in the right direction. It's a new era. We have leadership with Gerard Mayo that is going to be tremendous. You know, as we move forward with the new offense and defense, like it's going to be pretty special and exciting here. We're going to do this. It's going to be awesome. Gresh and Fourier right now. Apparently, I'm big mean. Making fun of the Huggies. On W-E-E-I. Well, we might have Joe Mazzulla within the next 15 minutes or so. So we just want to put that out there. We know a big event going on. Somebody in the Twitch chat wants me to chirp at Greg Hill for something that I'm unaware of. I will yell at Greg whenever. What they do? Uh, I don't know. I think it was uh, uh, Rob Hales having his, uh, what is it, shave the head and yeah, make yeah. money and all that stuff. And shave the head and make, make money. money. That's really what it so is, So the Celtics right? are down there. That's why we may have a special guest. Uh, yeah, that's right. And uh, fingers crossed on that. We might uh, get to uh, talk to Joe Mazzula. We got a real busy day. Andy Hart will be with us at uh, 1220. We've also got Danny Green, three-time world champion in the NBA. He won with the Spurs, the Raptor, and the Lakers. Uh, Danny Green is the uh, Odyssey's newest NBA insider. He'll be with us at 1 o'clock to talk about the team that, well, is speaking to Joe Mazzulla and then Danny Green in the NBA. Celtics handled the 76ers last night, 117-99, but the score for you was not indicative of the way the game was really played. No, it was, a, it was an interesting game because I guess the biggest thing you can take from that is the lack of threes. For, for a team that relies so heavily on three-point shooting and the fact that Nick Nurse and the Philadelphia 76ers decided they weren't going to let them take those shots or they're going to make it really challenging, make it a much mm-hmm. harder and then, you know, no Joel Embiid in the middle, and they just decided to 
Attack the middle. Attack the paint. Well, I, I think the comment after the game from Joe Missoula that we're about to hear now kind of adds up a little bit because you mentioned there was no Embiid. So Nick Nurse is one of those guys in the NBA who can coach. I think there are some guys in the NBA who just kind of roll out the balls. And then there are some guys who, oh, my best player's down. Let me do things a little different. Let me try to do some things different defensively. Oh, Tyrese Maxey's hot. Let's just keep feeding him the ball. Nurse gets it. But after the game, Joe Missoula talked about why it was a big win, and it ties into Fourier what you just talked about. This game was probably one of our best games of the year uh, and really gives us, from the standpoint of we were able to win a different way, and this game showed a template of how uh, teams are going to guard us, and it gives us another thing to practice. I thought our guys uh, did a great job. So I thought it was interesting. Even uh, Christoph uh, Porzingis, they talked to him, I think, after the first quarter, and they would say, hey, how's it going out there? He's like, ah, oh, you know, we're just trying to figure it out and figure them out. And he's like, I don't even know if they know what they're doing, you know, because it was a challenge. It was different for them. Yeah, yeah, it was different for both teams. And, you know, I like the fact that he admitted, listen, we're just not really sure what they're doing yet. we got to figure it out. And, of course, they did. He had a monster game. Jalen Brown had a monster game. And I just looked to the, uh, to the three-pointers because that's always been, when you think about the, the Celtics, they they put up a lot of threes. They make a lot of threes, mm-hmm. and they can take over a game pretty quickly. Two for 11 in the first half, three for 11 in the second, a t- five of 22. That's got to be a uh, an all-time low for them as far as three-pointers made and attempted. Well, that's why it was such a good-slash-interesting win because the Celtics' athleticism was on full display last night, and it felt like... There was never a time that Jalen Brown couldn't get to the hole if he wanted to. It felt like just give JB the ball and he'll find his way to the rim because you had Bamba in there for a little bit and he was somewhat of an inside presence, but it clearly wasn't like having Embiid in there. And I thought Jalen Brown was the one who really adapted his game last night. And if you look at it, 11 of 14 from the field for JB, he took two three-pointers. I think, really, Christian, when Jalen Brown is right, the way he played last night is when he's at his best. It's not hucking threes. It's more of pump fake dribble drive or use that athleticism to be able to get to the middle and make something happen. Yeah, and, and when you're when you're attacking the rim like they were, you get free throw opportunities, and they attempted 37. Mm-hmm. And they were all getting extra opportunities, which almost like – you know, made up for the fact that they weren't hitting any threes. They kept getting to the line, kept getting to the line. I think Brown was, what, 8 of 11? 8 of – well, uh, Tatum shot 11, Porzingis shot 12, Brown shot 10, and between the three of them, there were uh, three misses in total. Porky Porzingis went 12 of 12 from the line. Yeah, this is the uh, – uh, he's got such a good shot, though. When I watch it, he's oh, got a poor Zingas. Oh, yeah, he's just so smooth. You, and it's, well, you understand why Brad Stevens wanted him, because is he Nikola Jokic? No, but he's a unicorn unto himself, which makes him that much more difficult with Tatum and Brown to be able to deal with. Like, to me, Philly really had very little answer for Porzingis last night. And I know we just praised Jalen Brown up and down, and we're talking about Porzingis, but, you know, Hidden in last night, Fourier, was one of the nights that Jason Tatum and his teammates have kind of talked about. We take for granted almost that Tatum scored 29 points, had 11 rebounds, and 8 assists. That's an MVP-type night last night, and it's not being pumped up. I mean, you know, on uh, on national TV right now, they're talking about the ending of that Cleveland-Dallas game and how that went sideways instead of the, which is why everybody kind of needs to talk about it. Last night was a night where if you wanted to say, that's why this guy should be the MVP, you put on the tape of this game with Jason Tatum. I think a couple things need to happen, and... So now is where you really kind of make your statement for the MVP. And I think a couple things need to happen. The schedule sets up perfectly because you're going to be playing against some of the best in the NBA. And uh, some of those guys are top top five for the – or top – NBA candidates, right? Top five NBA candidates, right? MVP candidates. MVP candidates. So you're going to play Dallas. Oh, you had a stroke on almost, me on the almost, air there. Yeah. That was, I, I see your ankles hurting. So, uh, so you're going to play Dallas, um, and you'll have, uh, um, what's his face? Luca. Luca. 
Okay, you'll play Steph. He's not up for MVP, but it's it's a legacy type thing. Uh, Donovan Mitchell for the Cavs. Uh, Jokic right there. Yep. And then you play the Suns with uh, Kevin Durant and a cast of characters. The other thing that needs to happen is you see everybody else kind of politicking for Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. I think, and I hope we get him on the phone. It would be great to kind of ask him this. Is I, I, I do wonder if he's aware of that MVP. Because they're saying that they're not focusing on it. It's all about the team play. It's all about hockey. we got to be pr- focused. I wonder when he, Joe Mazzula, will start kind of throwing in some, hey, did you see what he did? Hey, hey, not everybody can do this. Hey, look at his plus minus. He's the best in the league. Hey, look at this. Hey, without him, we couldn't do this. Like, I know those guys have are averaging, you know, four or five more points than him, but holy crap, we couldn't do anything. This guy is special. Best player on the best team. Look how many, uh, I mean, look how many games ahead we are of Cleveland. I wonder if, like, him, Wick, Brad Stevens, oh, yeah. all start kind of, okay, is it time to kind of say something now also to kind of, because it is kind of like a, you are kind of politicking a little bit. And oh, yeah. Kinda, there is some gamesmanship. I feel like this next stretch of four games is when you should see it. This is no different than election season. Yeah. You're going to go out and you're going to stump for your guy. And I think for Tatum, it is keep handling business the way you did. Last night was a very easy example to say, here's why this guy should be considered the MVP. And you just watch that game and you see he scored when he needed to, was really good on the glass. I thought he was good at distributing the ball as well. Like last night was one of those real, you know, hey, he had an empty canvas and he he damn near painted a Picasso. But uh, I will, I can't be as baritone as, as Tatum. But I'll give you the, yeah, everybody's aware. Absolutely everybody over there is aware. I think it's a part of the reason why Porzingis came out and said what he did. Um, will we get the full-throated endorsement from Jalen Brown on the, yeah, Tatum should be the MVP? Because I don't think... I didn't I, even think about that I angle. I think he's kind of mentioned it, but uh. has, like Porzingis has come out and said, hey, you know, I've mentioned how Drew Holiday sacrifices, kind of the same for, for Tatum. Like, mm. we, we've we heard Missoula. Yep. We've heard Porzingis. Not threatened. But, but will we get the... I'm going to sit in front of <clears throat> everyone uh, hear me now and then give the full-throated endorsement of JT should that, be the That MVP. is interesting because it because they're those two are always kind of tied together and who's better than who and it's kind of been universally understood that Tatum is better and more important even though Jalen Brown has almost just as many memorable moments in the regular season or in the postseason really but Tatum's the guy. So I wonder if Brown could bring himself to say it, right? With mm-hmm. can, can he bring himself to say because he's achieved everything except the championship? Uh, you know that's that's it. He's got the money. He's got the reputation. He's on a great team. He's been to the All Star game. Can he bring himself to say, guys? If you think I'm good, I'm just a shadow to this dude. Like he is so important. You guys don't understand what make how important he is to us. I don't think he can do it. I, I don't know. I I lean towards where you're at. I, I really wonder, because that would go a long it way. It would. Like Porzingis, people will be like, ah, he just got there. Give it a year. You know, they'll be the cynics, even though Porzingis has said he is in love with Boston and really likes being here. But that would be the one, because Tatum can only stump for himself so much. Now with what? And he's got to be real slick about it. Like, Oh, yeah. It's like somebody has to ask him a question. It has to be, you know, one of those things where he's kind of forced to address it and do it in the most with the most humility possible. And that's the key, too, because I think there was a period of time a couple of years ago before we really started to feel like, oh, this could be a dynasty, where I thought Tatum was cart before the horse talking about stuff like this. Now, Tatum's hand is stamped. He's a first league all, or a first team all NBA guy. He's a multiple time all star. He's won the MVP in the all star game. This is kind of the next step, but he got to do it by A, playing your ass off like he did last night and getting some people to maybe stump for you. And I think you make a really good point. You know, we got about six weeks left in the regular season. So final two weeks, it'll be interesting to see. Some teams will be motivated to play their way into the bottom of the bracket. The Celtics might be able to be like, okay, we can start to rest people a little more. But you know what else? Because stuff is sewn up. But this run 
over the next 10 days, starting on March 1st, I think you make a really good point, is that now the chirping has started, and if Tatum tears it up against these teams yep. for two weeks, now there will be more people that will be pushing for and you know, him. You know, when, uh, you know when everybody else on the team is okay with you stat hunting? Right, like you're getting your, you know, uh, getting all your bonuses is towards the end of the season. Gronk, I need a touchdown. Yeah, to get so a you million. got, but it's different. Like for, for a football player, to be one game, right, for right? Two catches, maybe. For in basketball, maybe six games, right? And all he needs to do is get that average up to where it's at the top with uh, all the other stars in the league. So he's got to get it up there, you know, to 32 points per game. Like that's he's got to get it somewhere near he where he was last year. And no one's going to sit there and go, oh, well, those are garbage points. Oh, he's just padding his stats. No. Well, if it's all about, you know, uh, most points and averages, then he's got everything. He's got he's the best player on the best team with the highest points per game average. Amongst other things. Amongst other things, exactly. And plays big in big moments, yeah. too. You know, there there's that part of it of being a uh, a superstar and potentially an MVP. 617-779-7937. Uh, we are on hold for, uh, not on hold, but we're on watch for a Celtic to possibly join us here uh, before 11 o'clock. But... Gerard Mayo did a little impromptu press conference this morning with the assembled media out in Indianapolis, and one point was very clear. We'll tell you about it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Yeah, I would say our pitch to free agents is, you know, this is a new program and we're we're heading in the right direction. It's a new era. We have leadership with Gerard Mayo that is going to be tremendous. Like, he's he's just an unbelievable leader and developer of people. And I think that, you know, as we move forward with the new offense and defense, like, it's going to be it's going to be pretty special and exciting here. That is Elliot Wolf talking about the pitch to free agents. Gerard Mayo, a part of it, said a lot of nice things about Gerard Mayo. 10-22, Gresham Fourier here with you. Still on uh, hold potentially for uh, Joe Missoula. Uh, they're uh, raising money for Boston Children's Hospital at the 11th Annual Saving by Shaving. Apparently Drew Holiday just got the old uh, buzz cut as uh, well. I think our uh, boss, Ken Laird, volunteered. It Wait, Drew a, Holiday shaved his a, head? It took about, uh, I, think it, I think Ken's shave took about 11 seconds. Well, they just have to do the rim, right? Yeah, just that's the really it. There's yep. just nothing just in the, the middle. Just the horseshoe pattern. Just zip that down, and there you go. Wow, Drew Holiday, huh? Yeah, how about... Because uh, he's got dreads, doesn't he? How about that? 
Uh, get him off the ground more for blocks. Oh, oh yeah, that's right. Helps with the Billy wow. Block party, no question. That's a guy that was probably like, listen, I'm kind of sick of these dreads anyways. Let me just get rid of them. Because if you grow dreads, you, if you're if you're a dread-like guy, like it takes forever to get them like as long as his are. What were uh, when was the the most painful experience of you shaving your dreadlocks at some point? I never had 53 years of life. I'm trying to grow my hair so I can get braids like Wiggy. Oh yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm gonna go to uh, Wiggy's. Like uh, yeah, I gotta say, you are sprouting now. <laughs> I, I mean, you're ready for the spring grow. It's not even as bad as it was during COVID. Like during COVID, it was. I just stopped trying. <laughs> really, I just I just stopped trying. Else. I yeah, just, I just yeah. stopped trying. I didn't even care. Yeah, I, I haven't shaved in two weeks. You either. know what? I had a. Uh, that's two weeks. Yeah. Oh my god. What are you? Like, uh, two weeks? Are you like down? No, are you like no. down to the ground? Oh, uh, it would be much. It, it would be more the mustache. It would be way fluffy. I have to trim the mustache pretty consistently, even if it's just like trying to keep it away from my lips or whatever. But oh yeah, it'll poof out. The uh, it, 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 kind of like your hair. My mustache <laughs> really? would kind of poof if I don't sort of. Uh, I take can't care put enough of it. product in my hair to keep it down, dude. You know what it is? <laughs> I found a photo, and we're gonna get back to Gerard Mayo because we were kind of joking around. It's like, boy, two months on the job, uh, maybe Mayo's added a couple pounds. Like, oh yeah, like we know it's like yeah. his version it, of the freshman fifteen. Uh, well, it's exactly it's, what it's it like is. It's like being the president, you know, yeah, yeah. like what Obama looked like, and then what he looked like when he left. All these presidents. They look like hell. And uh, I found a photo of me like either 10 or 11 years ago. I had no gray. I had a tiny bit of gray in my beard. Now I look like stressed out (laughs) crazy man because of all the gray in my beard of managing. Why don't you color it? Would you color it? No, I do and have. Uh, It's frowned upon. In my house. Oh, so the wife likes the old uh, yeah, executive you know look. We'll call she, it the executive look. She knows I have to do what I have to do for TV season and the whole, like, I will color it in probably a couple of times and then just sort of let it kind of wean out a little bit and try to get to the, uh, like, the Brett Favre point. Yeah. The problem is I go right to Santa in the middle with the white on the beard, and that's what I'd like to dye. But, you know. It looks like, like Ed Reed. It, it, yeah, what's really funny is that. Women will go get their hair colored all the time. Yeah. And even if it's just from blonde to blonder or whatever, right? Yeah. But me throwing a little bit of color in my beard, it was it was uh, incredibly frowned upon. Really? Yeah. I was a little surprised, too. But She's I know, a creature of habit. No, but I know how to do it and all <laughs> that, including uh, my uh, my girl uh, Stacy down at Salon Prov gave me this uh, little uh, container thing. It almost was like a water bottle where you can mix up your stuff and then you're like... And you like squirt it in there. Yeah, what, what's that like? Something for men, rub. whatever. Like, no, 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 no. Just no, go no. to I'm Walgreens. Not no, no, no. Then you're. Then you end up. Uh, yeah. Then you end up looking like. Um, I'm trying to. Th- who was the guy in ACDC that had the issue dying, dying his hair? I can't remember. But no. Then you look like a rock star who's like. Like, oh, here's Mick Jagger at 80 years old. How come his hair's jet black? You're like, what? <laughs> I don't want to look like that. You know what? You can tell those whole uh, uh, rinse-in formulas on uh, announcers. I think you can really tell. Baseball really? announcers. Oh, the, baseball. The, the basketball announcers and stuff as well. Dan Plesak on the MLB Network. Every beginning of the season comes in, and then his hair is jet black. Yep. It's borderline obnoxious. And then- uh, Like, then, I look at it and sarcastically go, oh, what is he, 25, 26 years old? And then, like, a month later, you're like, oh, that's- that's old like man. Da- yeah, right. It's like, oh, that guy pitched in the 80s. Now I'm remembered. Yeah, he's got the, forget the salt and pepper. It's just a straight skunk. I feel like Plesak might have been one of those guys that stretched over three decades. Like started in the mid 80s, made it through the 90s, and then, I don't know, Jamie moyered his way for one year in like 2000 to hit the third decade or something. Like he's one of those guys that's been around forever. 86 but, to 03. There we go. So, and I uh, no wonder why he needs the hair dye. You know why? Left hander. Oh, lefty. There you go. Oh, that's true. Yeah. We're uh, trying to teach uh, every young kid around here <sighs> throw with your left hand because if you hit, you got a job for life for crying out loud. All right. The job Gerard Mayo's doing, I think we know that everyone has said. Things are going to be different. Uh, and even yesterday with Elliot Wolf, you know, uh, we had Tom Kern on yesterday. And even he was like, okay, now we can maybe start to back off of this a little bit. But that didn't happen today. 
<laughs> because, as you can imagine, Gerard Mayo was asked about all of this. Let me, before we even get to the Mayo quotes, have the Patriots in the giddiness of, yay! He's gone! Yep. Have they created a story themselves because of their own giddiness? Yep. I'm telling you, like, I think, I, I think, uh, Two things like like the way the dynasty is being perceived. I think they didn't anticipate that, um, and and this mm-hmm. like you know uh, being excited about the job. It's an obvious uh, new era. Uh, it's like all new philosophy, all new way of thinking. And yeah, even before Kern said it yesterday, I was like, "Geez, okay, we get it." Like every single question involves some sort of jab at the way things were, how badly it was, and I tell you the one the worst. Slash best one yep. from yesterday and Elliot Wolf was the whole uh, hard ass vibe. It is so apparently that comment was made after the public comments at the podium. We were trying to time code this thing because Elliot Wolf started talking at ten o'clock yesterday. Yeah. So he went a little longer than like fifteen minutes. And if you see a lot of the timestamps on the tweets. When Elliot Wolf did say we're going to have less of a hard ass vibe, it was about eight or eight or nine minutes after that public press conference ended yesterday for Elliot Wolf. So I'm kind of assuming that 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 was told to the group of local reporters because I haven't really seen anybody nationally pick up on it. So maybe Elliot Wolf was savvy enough to be like, yeah, I'm not going to say this here. But with the locals, where you know the message is going to be sent, he then mentioned the whole less of a hard-ass vibe, which, so what does that mean? So it's a soft-ass vibe? No, that the, like, no, you think about it, it just, it was just such a weird comment, hard-ass vibe, like almost like you can see them sitting around on their desk and offices, so there he goes, this, this guy thinks he's the most important guy in the world, look at this guy. Team sucks. We can't win any games. He, he picked a stupid quarterback. We had to act like we were agreeing with him. Look at this dude. Like, that's the hard-ass vibe? I mean, maybe, and, and that was probably him trying to kind of, you know, sugarcoat it, you know, and try to, like, uh, you know, dress it up a little bit so mm-hmm. it wouldn't be so obvious. No, that's a weird, weird. So, finally, I think he did. So, Mayo actually responded to that. What did he do? Well, did he what, address it? So when Mayo was asked about the past, and it it's like, hey, y'all are piling on, you know, basically. Uh, Mark Daniels transcribed the answer. Here's what Mayo said: "Quote, look, it's going to be different. At the same time, I would say Bill did a great job for a long period of time. I don't want you guys to take this as because we're changing." Shots at the previous regime. In saying that, we will do it differently. It'll feel different. But at the end of the day, we would like to replicate the success the prior regime had. (laughs) Yeah, so would everybody. I learned a lot from Bill and also his staff, but now we'll see what this chapter looks like in the franchise. Uh, Mayo did go on to say, I feel confident about our plan to really turn this ship around. Honestly, the way I think about this stuff, it's been done a certain way at a high level for, what, 20 years? I would also say there's one way to skin a cat. It worked for Coach. We'll see what works for Elliot and myself. Elliot and myself, because that's the new tag team then officially, right? You know, so we talked about uh, Macro yesterday, mm-hmm. the official tag team. These two guys are joined at the hip. Um, Grow, I mean, sorry, Elliot Wolf and Gerard Mayo. Um, see, there's a part of it where I'm like, yeah, obviously, every time he ends up at a new place, somebody asks him about it. You haven't heard from Elliot Wolf yet. He talks about it, but they're just so eager to kind of, you know, remove themselves from the past like that we all know it's going to be a different all right so here's one of those things that i want to run by you because bill would always do the i'm not talking about the past because it doesn't matter would it help them here i really wonder oh uh, in all honesty 617-779-7937 isn't this what people wanted when people would complain about bill bill would just be like it does us no good to look in the past. We're moving on. 
So the guys who were around that forever make the mistake of the, oh, let me talk about the past and end up creating a story. Do you think fans are happy about all this? Because in a way, isn't this what some people were screaming? Ah, Bill, he's such a troglodyte. He doesn't say anything at the podium. He treats everybody like crap, blah, blah, blah. Okay, so now this is the sunshiny polar opposite, and I wonder how many people are really like, yeah, this is what I wanted. I wanted to, I I wanted them to inadvertently kind of take shots at 20 years of success that made me really giddy and happy as a fan. No, uh, this is what you want, and you were going to be open. You wanted to include the media. You wanted to be, you know, that relationship to be better. You're not going to mock them or, you know, <laughs> or just be jerks to them or be dismissive to them. Like in the Twitch chat, TJ Ingerson says, are they talking about the past? They're just talking about how they're going to be different. I don't know. When you say less of a hard-ass vibe, you could just focus on your own vibe you want to build, not take <laughs> shots at the one that used to be there. Yeah, I just think, you know, I, this one thing does stand out, though. The farther we get away from uh, the mutual parting of the ways is how there absolutely were silos. And Elliot Wolf created one of those silos. Ooh. That's, wow. I, say that again, please. Well, it, that's, that's what it feels like. Because he's obviously, because when you, I, I, you tell me though, the whole hard ass vibe is something you keep in your back pocket. And it's something I would say to you, you know, man, this guy, look at this chump. This guy thinks he's such a badass. And, and but you know, and just walking around. And then now we're in charge. It's like, you know what? I got to express that. But all I've been doing is talking about what a hard ass this guy thinks he is and how he rocks around, like, you know, yelling at everybody's running away from him. It's like the male version of the devil wears Prada. <sighs> it does make you wonder when that report came out about Mayo rubbing people the wrong way. Was some of that the murmurings of the like you know, this guy, damn it, or you know, hey, uh, we're gonna get Brad Stevens here in mere moments. By the way, according Ooh. to uh, Ken Laird. But when I look at it, and I just think of the uh, again, there's the hey, we're different than the past. They haven't focused on the future, and it it feels like there was that straight-up line of demarcation. No, we must draw the line in the sand here to be able to say that, no, this is our organization now, and we're taking over. All you have to do is just focus on the future because really, and I don't know, tell me if I'm wrong, the buzz of the number three pick should be palpable. And instead, it feels like we're revisiting history because of jabs, subtle or otherwise, that had been sort of taken at Bill Belichick. So this is gonna happen. Like, don't right you, now, huh? like don't you think the don't you think the fun or some of the buzz out of having the number three pick has kind of been sucked out of this in part? Because we're focusing on what was and how everybody is talking about what was. No, they just got there. The players just showed up. They haven't even started running it or doing any drills. We'll, that'll start tomorrow, and then we'll have it all throughout the weekend and in, uh, into next week. So, no, I don't think so at all. Like, this is, this is the story well, for the next year, though. No, but if they stop talking about it now, then uh, then I'm with you. Because at some point, they're going to have to stop talking about, the, again, hard-ass vibe. My God. Like, what? It, 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 who's the, That's a clear shot. Oh, absolutely. That's a firing squad yeah. shot. <laughs> Direct hit, uh, too. Joining us now on the uh, Harbor One hotline, uh, Andy's going to join us on Zoom as well. Uh, and it is, uh, it's from the, uh, raising money for Boston children's hospital, the 11th annual oh. saving by shaving. He is the, uh, the head man, the chief cook bottle washer. And look at that high wow. and tight on Brad Stevens, Brad, it's Gretchen Fourier here, uh, back up in uh, Brighton. And I, I'm sure you have been told you are a young looking <laughs> man. Now you have just shaved 20 years off of your look. You look like. You're about fresh out of school, for crying out loud. That is beautiful. That, that was probably the last time I had this cut. Um, <laughs> was about 20 years ago. But uh, but obviously, awesome cause and happy to do it. I'm a little bit I'm a little bit uh, 
taken back because this is the first time I've seen it. I'm looking at the, the computer screen. Oh, right you're looking at yourself. With the Zoom. So, um, yeah, pardon me if I'm stumbling. <laughs> well, didn't, didn't Drew Holiday cut his hair also? No, Drew was a guest barber. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, so Drew, Drew took care of Joe's hair. And, you know, I encouraged Drew to be as creative as he wanted to be. <laughs> and, you know, he, in typical Drew fashion, he just did his job and did it well and, um, you know, didn't bring any of the extra flair. Okay. I was thinking maybe you could treat it like a, like a rookie hazing, you know, haircut where you just do one big line right down the middle and then send him on his way. Joe and I are the rookies. <laughs> <laughs> so, therefore, no rookie hazing. Yeah, right. uh, uh, Brad, your team has performed remarkably this year. There's been a lot of talk about Jason Tatum in terms of winning the MVP. To me, last night was one of those games, if somebody needed to be convinced, hey, why is this guy an MVP? I thought last night's performance is one of those games that you can sort of flip on. You have seen this guy from an 18-year-old to where he is at right now. What are some of the things to your trained basketball eye that really stand out to you about the maturity and the growth of Jason? Well, Jason's been a stud ever since he came into the league. Obviously, you knew that it was going to be a, a path of growth um, that he was going to take because he takes care of himself. He has a routine. He works really hard. You know, all of those types of things. And, you know, I, I always kind of harken back to this. You know, we're, we're injured his first year in the playoffs, and we're playing Philly, who was really good, and, and, and every play we're calling – in the third and fourth quarter seems to be for Jason Tatum, who's a you know, 19-year-old rookie. And so he's just been doing it for a long time. Um, all he's done is win. Obviously, we all want to um, be standing there at the end to do something we haven't done with this group. But, um, you know, this guy has, by the time he's you know 25 years old, has done stuff that very few people have done. And um, he should be in any conversation. Listen, there's great players all over the league. And, you know, just like I've said when I vote for all-star stuff, you know, um, when I was coaching, the winning part really matters. And so um, the good news is, is, you know, this is a huge talking point outside of our building. It's not a huge talking point in our building. You know, we're very focused on just trying to get better. We all want to be the last team standing. We all know that there's a lot in front of us to do that. And, you know, part of the reason we have a chance to do that is because we've got, you know, several really good players um, and a guy who has a real chance at the MVP. Yeah, and, and I know it, it seems like the messaging with you guys, Brad, is, uh, is you know, being compartmentalizing it and not letting any of the outside noise affect you guys. But I am curious if you think Tatum is, uh, you know, held to a different standard based on the team that he's on. Um, I have no idea because I don't really pay attention to all that stuff. I think, listen, I think the, the, the way, I think what sometimes gets lost in the shuffle is when you look at, and him and Jalen are right 25 and 26, or they're going to turn 26, or Jalen may have turned 27, but they're, what they've done in their first few years before hitting their prime is rare air. Right, and I think that that's something because of how far they've been. There's going to be more scrutiny. There's going to be more eyes, and all the stuff that comes with that. And that's just part of it. So, um, if if he's held to a different standard, it's because he set the bar for it. You know, it's not because you know people are looking at him as anything more than a guy that you know they've watched be awesome for a long time, and you know, um, and he's done an amazing job. And but his. He'd be the first to tell you, and, you know, I don't pay attention to everything he says in the media, but I'm guessing that he would be the first to tell you that for him it's about winning in June. Brad Stevens is with us. Um, what is more fulfilling for you, standing on the sideline, coaching a great team, or sitting up on the 11th floor watching the great team you put together? Well, in college you do both. Um, and you get to you get a chance to to, to really be obviously uh, the decision maker on putting it together and coaching it. Um, I think one of the things that every college coach would tell you is they don't get to spend enough time on basketball. They don't get enough to spend enough time thinking about coaching their team. It's probably like ten or fifteen percent of their time, and 
And I think that that's a, that's a real thing. And it's a reason why there aren't a lot of people that hold that dual title in basketball um, of president or, or GM and coach just because it's such a, it's such a task. Both are such tasks. Um, there are benefits and um, cons to both. And you take great joy in watching, um, you know, the team that you're a part of go through the challenges that the season presents. I think that the thing in coaching is you're just in it. Like, you're so in it. You're so in the weeds of it. You're in every play. You're in every um, design. You're in every up and down. Here you're taking more of a 10,000-foot view, and I think the 10,000-foot view maybe allows you to appreciate the people you're with even more all the time, you know, and I think that that's – that's something that I've really tried to do. I, I just appreciate, I, I've loved watching our coaching staff work. I've loved watching our team um, continue to get better. And I loved watching them, you know, be very intent on continuing to get better um, because that's what we have to do. Both of them have a lot of positives, though, um, when you're sitting here and you get to be a part of a team. You know, Brad, uh, um, you know, Joe Mazzulla's grown out a lot of people, just, you know, the, the way he coaches, the, the way he claps back at, you know, reporters, specifically Kerry Washburn, like those two guys have a fun little relationship going back and forth. But curious on your end, um, what did you, what do you know about him now as a coach that you didn't know when he was assistant? Boy, I mean, I've known him for a long time. Um, he, he, he joined our G League staff in like 14 or 15. Um, he was in the locker room next to us as a player in the Final Four in 2010 when we were when Butler and West Virginia were both there. Um, and I didn't know him, but I had watched him close. Um, I used to do a roundtable with 50 college coaches and, and people from different industries that would come in and speak for you know 36 hours in the early fall so that we could all kind of get our wheels turning to start a season. And he was one of the young coaches that had caught everybody's attention that we invited to speak and we all left blown away even more so i would say that um nothing has surprised me um he is uh he, he listen he's a he's a ultra competitor he is a lifelong learner um he's not afraid you know he's got a lot of the great qualities that you need to be a good coach and um and he's really good on both sides of the ball i mean we've had really good success um you know, with him leading the way. Brad, I want to follow up on Christian's question from this end. You're the president of basketball operations, and all of us, when we talk about this team, talk about the Jimmies and the Joes and the team that you put together, but you clearly identified something in Joe Missoula that you liked. Is that easy for you to see? Like, you're the president of basketball ops. Not only do you need players, but coaches as well. Like, how do you know when you've got somebody like a Joe Missoula where you're like, you know what, that guy's going to be pretty good. Like, what stands out to you to say, oh, that guy is going to be a, a head coach somewhere someday? Well, when he took over, it was obviously a really hard situation. And, um, and you know, obviously in that moment, um, you know, there are a lot of qualified people in, in the building. But I think the, the, the he's just such a great leader. He's good at galvanizing the room. Uh, he knows the game on both ends of the floor. He sees the game in real time, which I think is an important, you know, thing. And um, and he just does a great job. And um, you know, I think that. Listen, I'm not I'm not the best cap guy in the world. I, I I'm not Mr. Analytics. Um, I'm not you know um, probably qualified to do any of our nutrition or sports science or any of that stuff. But I guess my professional background is in coaching. <laughs> so. If I, uh, I, I hope that I, um, you know, at least can see a good coach and know a good coach when we see one. So last one for me, Brad. Um, Porzingis, um, again, having a great year. Awesome. Is this how you kind of envisioned his kind of place on the team? I say, like, everybody benefits from what he can do. Like, tons of assists. I mean, it's just everything he does makes everybody better. Yeah, and I think um, the other part is I think he can keep getting better. Uh, and I think that that's a huge emphasis for our whole team. I mean, individually, we all should be, you know, focused on that. Collectively, we should be focused on that. But I saw a couple plays defensively, especially in the third quarter where he switched on the guards yesterday. He made it a lot harder. Like, he's, he's doing some things that I think – I just think he can continue to grow. And, you know, I, I don't think – 
when these guys are in their 20s or early 30s or, shoot, Al Horford's 37, I don't think we should put ceilings on where they can go as far as getting better and improving. Um, and, and so he has done that throughout the course of his career. I'm not surprised that he's had a huge impact on our team, and I'm not surprised that he keeps getting better as the year goes on. Uh, he's still, you know, he's, he's another guy that really age-wise is in a lot of ways just entering his prime. And so I think that, um, you know, he's got he's, he had a huge impact, but I think it could just go up. Um, at the 11th annual Saving by Shaving, raising money for Boston Children's Hospital, uh, the of course, the uh, president of basketball operations, Brad Stevens, with us. Now, one other thing before we let you out of here. We mentioned the haircut at the beginning did uh obviously rob hale tied into celtics ownership all that did you let your wife know that this was happening or like when you walk through the door i don't know if your wife will go full name on you if you've done something you know bradley kent stevens what did you do are you gonna get one of those today or did she clear this buzz cut for you (laughs) Tracy and I have been married for 20 years. We have two kids and a dog. I'm fifth in our house. Like she could care less what I what I do with my right, hair. So enough. I think I think we're all. I can do whatever. I can oh. do whatever. So it, I don't I don't think this will be a big test. Um, she, you know, I, I've known all along that I wasn't, you know, in her eyes the best looking guy in the world. So that's okay. Okay, how we're, will we'll will, will your kids give you the business for the shave down? I'll get. I'm sure I will. I'm sure I'll get a little bit of that, but. Um, they know why I'm here. They know it's for a great cause. And we all, you know, we've all visited Boston Children's. We all love oh. Boston Children's. And, you know, shaving off some hair for Boston Children's is a no-brainer. I love it. I love it. Well, you win the championship. you got to shave it again for the parade. Yeah. you got to find a way to stand out like Fourier did with the Patriots, except <laughs> yours won't be slurred words, Brad Stevens. Thanks a bunch. We appreciate the time. And uh, you look great. Hopefully we yeah, get to talk like to you it. down the road. All right, guys, be well. There we go. Brad Stevens, he is the uh, president of basketball operations with the uh, Celtics. And you cannot tell me he does not. He looks not, 12. He looks like. A, he looks like somebody brought their son. It's unbelievable. He's 40. <laughs> this guy he, runs in charge of the Celtics. He's 47. He's uh, Benjamin Button. Yeah. Like, seriously, he does not age. It's unbelievable. I don't know. I feel like maybe we should try the same thing. If we just shaved our head. And shaved, Christian. maybe we would look. If you shaved your beard, there. you would look. Technically, you oh. would look younger. Oh, whoa, whoa, beard. Beard, okay, fine. I'm not touching my hair. How many valleys and you know nooks and crannies would we see in your head if we shaved it? I. It happened <laughs> uh, one time. I was 19. A guy who played on our team, Frank Romano, BS. Oh, I could do fades. No, it was terrible. <laughs> and it ended up, and that's so. Uh, yeah, the so college there, haircut. So there are maybe uh, 25 roadie Rams that are still around who may have seen it. And uh, one that I'm sure when you eventually meet Nelson, you'll get all the secrets and then I'm screwed, including the photos of me. With haircut down. All right, like perfect. That. That's no. what we're looking for. No, 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 we're not. No, no, no. We'll talk more sports next. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You can watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash WEEI And check out WEEI on YouTube for our video-on-demand content updated daily. Now, more of Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. So just quickly to kind of wrap up the uh, Gerard Mayo discussion from uh, earlier this morning. Here's another uh, poll quote from Mayo. 
Uh, Mayo was asked, uh, Elliot said, meaning Elliot Wolf, Elliot said yesterday, you guys want to weaponize the offense. What does that look like to you? Answer. It just looks like putting people on the offensive side of the ball that the defense has to prepare for, whether that's double teaming or anything like that. But that's what he means by that. Okay, yeah, so uh, uh, so a wide receiver that can stretch the field. Well, he said it, yeah, so a guy that a defense has to kind of really be nervous about. So you're looking for a Justin Jefferson type. You're looking for a fast, speedy, a Jamar Chase. You're looking for that guy. That's, that's what he's talking about. A guy that can take the top off the defense. Um, or somebody should have asked him, like, what does a modern-day offense mean to you? Ask that question. Oh, yeah. What well, does a modern offense mean? You know, what does that mean? We, we heard the thing from Elliot Wolf about Gerard Mayo being a developer of people. I know. That's another can one. I, can I ask you who? I'm glad you brought that up. That one stood out to me, too. Was it? Is that the direct quote? Developer of people are just... Oh men. no! It was, it was at develop- the, It was. I, I do believe it was at the very end of, of what we played earlier, Nick. I don't know if you could uh, bring that back real quick, but it. Yeah, develop. I thought it was I developer think you're right. of people. Yeah, but he's just an unbelievable leader and developer of people. Yeah, yeah. Ooh. Good recall. Yeah, give me the based on you know, what? Do you based know, on what? Do you know the guy that Gerard Mayo might have had a hand in actually developing? Steve Belichick. And look where he is right now. Oh, D.C. at University of Washington. Probably making over a million dollars a year. But I thought. Recruiting guys when but they're if, 15. So you want to develop and then let them go? Well, no. Isn't but that what Belichick did? And his fans ripped him for? We have no idea what Gerard Mayo is. We don't know. He's got no track record. That's part of the, that's part of the, like, the allure of this. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal. So why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.